not only did it find that a price on uh, pollution is constitutional, but it is an essential part of any credible plan to tackle the global challenge of climate change. It, it said that climate change is man-made man and is a great existential issue of our time. That is climate change, Minister Catherine McKenna. And sorry, the court did not say that. The ruling said nothing of the sort. It said that the government has the constitutional right to put the tax in. It didn't say anything about climate change or what we must do or the need to help a global fight. So let's not be emotional because that's not what courts do. So, yeah, the Trudeau liberals eked out a win today with a Saskatchewan court ruling that the greenhouse gas pollution pricing is not unconstitutional, either in whole or in part. So, yes, that's a win. It literally put a smile on Catherine McKenna's face for the first time in months. And Justin Trudeau, who was at a yet another town hall today, because that is what he does permanently now, uh, was giddy with delight, told the whole crowd. And so they're calling the ruling a definitive victory, which um, a split decision is not. It is a three to two decision. So that's not exactly a slam dunk. And yeah, it's going to be appealed. Scott Moe, premier of Saskatchewan, already said that. And it will head to the Supreme Court of Canada if it is not defeated in the election, which inevitably I think Canadians will decide for themselves in October if they want this. I want to bring John Robson into this conversation, National Post columnist and executive director over at the Climate Discussion Nexus. Hello, John. Good evening. Well, I, can't, I mean, I don't think anyone's surprised by the ruling. I, I will tell you I'm surprised that it was so close. It wasn't overwhelming. I admit to being surprised by that as well. I mean, in the run-up to it, People increasingly think of the courts as policy-making bodies, and so people who don't like carbon taxes tended to say, oh, well, it's got to be unconstitutional because I don't like it and everything I dislike is unconstitutional. And then people who like carbon taxes, they want well, it's got to be constitutional because everything I like is constitutional. But in fact, the issue here is whether the federal government is empowered to act on an issue that crosses provincial and national boundaries. And greenhouse gases do that. So it is very clearly within the power of the federal government to do this thing. Uh, that doesn't mean it's good policy. I don't, I don't favor carbon taxes because I don't believe in this science they're citing. Mm -hmm. um, but that means it is something to be defeated at the ballot box or in the legislature. Um, and it's very interesting, as you mentioned, that Catherine McKenna is saying, oh, well, you know, the court said, yeah, this is really good policy. As though it was any business of the courts, whether it's good policy. The business of the court is whether it is an exercise of legitimate constitutional power. And bearing in mind, in particular, that in Canada, all the powers not explicitly allocated to the provinces are reserved to the center. Uh, it, it's quite clear that the federal government can do this. I don't even know why it was three to two, um, except maybe, you know, uh, judges are human too. Maybe in Saskatchewan, two of them weren't very sympathetic, or maybe uh, they got screened really well by the the prime minister's office. But it's also it's interesting that in fact the court did actually list the alarmist arguments on climate change, and then said none of the parties dispute this, and that's part of the problem for people like uh, Scott Moore, Jason Kenney, because they run out saying, "Oh yeah, you know, it's sure man-made climate change, the great issue of our day. Uh, we just don't want to do anything about it." And people look at them like, what are you, there's something wrong with that. Either you're lying about believing in the science or you're an idiot for not wanting to do something. So it's a terrible position to take. And it's time they just got out there and said, look, climate is extremely complicated. We don't even know how much temperature increase there's been. There's a serious problem with um, 
inflation of temperature at measuring stations because of changing land use. Um, we know there are these long natural cycles. We're coming out of the Little Ice Age. Um, there are the signs of how carbon dioxide, the court said it's dead simple, you know. Mm-hmm. If something comes down, it bounces up, the greenhouse gases absorb it. Well, it's not. It's nothing like that simple. At the Climate Discussion Nexus, we put out a video on the simple physics slogan where we talk to an actual physicist. It's just mind-boggling how complicated it is. But as a jurisdictional issue, it's really simple. The federal government has the power under the Peace, Order, and Good Government Clause to act on matters of national or international importance. And in the view of the government, not contested by the plaintiffs, greenhouse gases are a national and an international issue. So, you know, Scott Moe was saying, oh, it's just game one, you know, game seven at the Supreme Court as the lower courts were just this sort of warm-up, you know, we're just stretching here, we're limbering up. No, you're going to lose in the Supreme Court for the same reasons you lost in the Saskatchewan court. You're just going to lose by a bigger margin because it is a legitimate federal power. It's just a bad policy. And they should go out and say, this is a bad policy and it should be defeated in the policy arena. But Catherine McKenna shouldn't be going out there and saying, see, the court said we're right on the science. But but where did the judges acquire their training in atmospheric physics? I must have missed that. Right. Um, but, but that's where this argument has gone. It's just tell me if this is sodium chloride. Yeah, but this becomes very emotional. It doesn't really matter unless you're a court junkie or you, you love to follow you know details like yourself. I mean, this is what's going to happen moving forward for the up until the election. It'll be Catherine McKenna saying, "Look, the courts have endorsed what I've been saying all along," which is not what happened, and that's where you get a lot of the conflation happening. Yeah, and I mean, Catherine McKenna, the problem she's she's just a giant walking talking point. It's like you know. If you if you sneak up on the finance news and go boo, and he goes, you know, the, the middle class and those working hard to join it, <laughs> and they say this stuff over and over again. It's not just because it has it has polled well; it's also because if they say something else, they might start thinking, and one thought will lead to another, and they'll get themselves in a heap of trouble. This way, they just recite these things robotically. I mean, Catherine McKenna, she said the, the putting a place in competition and returning the revenues to Canadians using climate action incentive rebate. Like, what, what has the court got an opinion on the climate action incentive rebate? Which is especially daffy because they tax the stuff so that it'll be too expensive to use. And they give us the money back so we can go buy it anyway. <laughs> That's actually inane. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it completely defeats the purpose. They try to make gas too expensive to use, and they cut us a check and say, here, go buy yourself some gas. What? Yeah. It must be nuts. If the court had said that, they'd be even worse economists than they are scientists. But she just says that stuff, right? She's just... It's entered her soul. This is, you know, she's she's lost the power of independent thought. Plus, as long as she says that, it'll contain the damage. But like Justin Trudeau, if she just started thinking aloud, she'd do herself in. Partly because she's kind of goofy, and partly because the actual facts and logical. So she keeps talking about there being more forest fires. Well, the Canadian Forest Service tracks forest fires. There aren't more forest fires. It's just nonsense, but she moves in this tight circle and she knows where the handrail is. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you pray on a motion, you'll get a reaction. Um, look, I've got to leave it there. I wish I had five more minutes, but uh, I do not. I'm up against a hard break. John, I'll have you on again, I thank you. A delightful pleasure to be on. That is John Robson. You can read him in the National Post. He uh, knows an awful lot about He knows a lot about everything. He's got one of those big brains. But uh, yeah, also the director over the Climate Discussion Nexus here on Point on Global News Radio.